the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. It's time to take your place on the starting grid and get ready for Racer Radio. Your host, Dave Stahl, about to take you for a white-knuckle lap around the motorsports industry, covering everything from top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Watch for the apex, because here comes Racer Radio with Dave Stahl. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to Racer Radio. Uh, AM 11, no, FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. I'm so excited to have Brittany in the house. We've been gonna... chatting like sure. two girls that haven't seen each hey, other for a year. I know. It's like we could do six hours. No problemo. Uh, Black Forest Motorsports sponsors this segment. You've got a Porsche uh, Mini or BMW. 40 plus years experience. Great dealer alternative. Great prices. Great warranty. And just a great group of people. Go to BlackForestAutomotive.com. BlackForestAutomotive.com. All right, young lady crawling out from underneath your race car literally that sounds like a fun sunday to you know dave it's harder to get up these days (laughs) you think i get down there and i just do everything that's down there while i can do you have a creeper (laughs) no it's too low no can't you put it up on i could but i i don't i just push myself around good thing you're not overweight yeah i can fit you could fit (laughs) hey we got our special guests on the line very special yeah, I got a thumbs up Ooh, from Mr. Happy. Oh, I'm so glad. All right. Who we got? Well, oh, I want to say I'm so glad that his industry has survived COVID, the yeah. COVID shutdown, because I'm sure uh, at first. And then, yeah. And um, I mean, there's so many stakeholders from racers, crew members, fans, fabricators, families, and man, they're putting on a good show oh, yeah. oh my gosh yeah. it's crazy what they're putting on right now so please welcome uh editor-in-chief of racer x and president of motocross sports dave mr davy coombs hey mr coombs how are you today sir uh great I actually just got back from a, a local race back here on the east coast and <sighs> um, everything's up and running busy That's man fantastic busy man. well we i just had it's called Cal VMX, Vintage Motocross Riders out here in San Diego. They race at Barona Oaks. So I had some of the most beautiful vintage motocross bikes on the patio uh, this morning. So I was thinking of you. Oh, right on. Well, I know my friend Scott Burnworth yeah. does a great job of uh, keeping uh, the soul of motocross going in that whole El Cajon, San Diego area. Yep. And, uh, he was on. Yeah, he, he's running the we show. We had him on. We had him on radio last week. Actually, he was in studio last yeah. week. Yeah, he's a promoter, and that's what we need in this sport, and not just this sport. Almost any motorsport sport. We you know we need somebody like Scott just to keep it alive and well. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, he comes from it. Uh, he spent his whole life uh, at the front of the pack, basically, <laughs> and uh, 
I, I hope that I look like him when I'm his age, and I am I, his age. I know. <laughs> God, I, I realized how old he was, and I went, ooh. He's looking really he looks, good, yeah. especially after, isn't he the one that broke his collarbone five times? Oh, something oh, like that. Oh, like Forkner. Oh, why does he keep doing that? They probably just put a hinge <laughs> on it. Yeah. So what have you been up to? Well, we are, we're winding down Supercross. I was, oh, I was hoping gosh. that I was going to be able to bring uh, Jet Lawrence along with me on this call for Brittany, but uh, <laughs> he, I think, is still celebrating right? uh, that Supercross championship last night. And I don't know wow. if you follow Jetson18 on Instagram, but they look like they had a lot of fun, him and, uh, him and Team Honda, after the, the big race in Foxborough. But oh. uh, we'll, 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 we'll try and get him oh, yeah. whenever we come out for the start of the pro motocross season, which, of course, is May 28th, right there at Fox Raceway at Powell. That's awesome. Oh. I have goosebumps because I got up this morning and had my coffee and watched that race yesterday yeah. yesterday afternoon's race oh well i could tell you what i could do i'll have Brittany send you my email and let me look at my calendar and maybe if you've got my tv segments are like at six or seven in the morning i know it'd be a little bit of a drive but come down put your bikes on it's good for sponsors it's the number one watch morning show in san diego and happy to do it well, I appreciate the offer, and I will mention that to... Uh, yeah, at least look at your schedule. It. Look at your schedule, yeah. and then we can communicate via email. And you know, and make. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But I just wanted to offer it because you people, you get a lot of exposure if you're on, on that little station of ours. So. <laughs> well, perfect. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for such a good show. I want to go on record and say I'm so excited about how the 250 class ended yesterday because I'm a big fan of Jet, but I also am a big fan of Forkner, and they came in one, two. First, he got the win, and then Jet came in second but got the championship. Oh, That okay. was, like, perfect. I think I spilt my coffee all over me. Steve hates it when I do this because I scream. And then someone Duh. falls or crashes. Duh. like, ah! Like that, and he's like, why do you scream? Our neighbors are going to think I'm doing something to you. But I get so involved, and he has such bad luck. Jesse, she does it in the studio, yeah, too. Yeah, I do. I do. I mean, she scared the you-know-what out of me at least two or three well, times. Forker keeps, oh, if he didn't have bad luck, he wouldn't have luck at all. <laughs> Easy, kid. Oh, Easy. my gosh. He, he rides at um, Kawasaki. Yeah, see, I'm a Honda guy. Well, there's Jet Lawrence for you. And then Hunter Lawrence, his brother, yeah. is holding his own, too. What a family. Goodness. Yeah, I think that this is the first time in history that two brothers won uh, 250 Supercross races in the same season, and they actually did it back to back to back to back. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. Uh, it's, you know, as, as the series goes east coast or west coast, you know, Hunter's winning in the west. He's not going to win the title, but he is winning um, races, and then Jed, of course, is the, the top guy in the east. And, Brittany, I'm, I'm with you on Austin Forkner. When he crashed in that heat race, I thought he was done all over again. Uh, oh, yeah. I thought he hurt his collarbone, but it was his shoulder. Or, or no, his ribs or something. Or, ah, mm-hmm. like, uh, he, he bounced back. Thankfully. Yes. I was too. He ran, he ran again? Oh, yeah. He gets up and just keeps going. Oh, my yeah. Lord. Yeah. I was too exhausted after watching the 250 this morning. I didn't even watch the 450. Don't tell me the results. Like, I didn't. I was like, oh, I'm so exhausted after watching the heat races. Yeah. And then I watched the main and the 250. And I was like, I got to get out to the car to work on my car. And I was just too exhausted. I was literally exhausted. There were too many highs and lows for me. See, now there's (laughs) a reason, Jesse. Don't you agree, Jesse? There's the reason. If you don't, if you're not even a motorsport, a motorcycle enthusiast, 
But I don't think you get a better show until you watch that series. Did I lose you? He disagrees. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I, did you fall I asleep? Jesse. I'm I know. I, he's Davey. <laughs> you said Jesse. I was like, Davey. It's Davey. Davey, yeah. Oh, Davey. Why did no, I put Jesse? I don't know yeah. why I did. I even wrote, I even wrote it down. He All right, Davey. Jesse. Sorry about that. But That's okay. But, the, the, the whole series has been uh, wonderful. You know, there's been a, a real turnaround for, uh, you know, what's weird is we had three guys switch teams at the beginning of the year. Oh, yeah. Eli Cromack, yeah. Jason Anderson, and Malcolm Stewart, and, and they're literally the top three yeah, guys. Yeah, they're all so, doing great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a perfect uh, uh, model when change is good. Yeah. And I, I think that they, they had all just gotten a little stale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if mindset has a lot to do with that. I, I'm sure it does, and you know, you can be around someone and they can motivate you for years. But I mean, it, it happens in football. Look at Tom Brady. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. Happens, it happens in every sport. But uh, we all thought it was time to maybe put a, a fork in Eli Tomac last year because he just wasn't the mm. same. And and then he shocked everyone yeah. with teams. And and I, I think he's the favorite for the outdoors as well. Oh right. Mm. Yeah, the, the mental aspect, um, we had a BMX racer, a pro in here a couple weeks ago, Tyler Brown, and he actually started out in motocross, and he knows Christian Craig. And in the green room, he just casually dropped, yeah, 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 and his mental coach. And I was like, please tell me more, because I like that aspect. <laughs> you know, and um, I, was, I was, if we'd gotten Jet on, I was thinking I wanted to ask, Every time you crash in turn one at the beginning of your heat, you know, like, oh, that boy keeps crashing in the, at the beginning. And then working his way up, I wanted to know, what were you telling yourself? Were you mad at yourself to motivate yourself? Were you calm and cool and collective? And then just uh, this morning when I was watching the Supercross from yesterday afternoon, he, the story was he watches professional golf and likes to kind of study how those golfers react when they're under pressure. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And, and he is an avid golfer. He and everyone <laughs> in his family and all the people around him. But you know, the kid, you know, he's Travis Pastrana <laughs> with like more competitiveness. And by, by that, more? I mean, he doesn't want to go out and do, you know, freestyle motocross or rally cars, or mm-hmm. he just wants to focus on being the best motocrosser and supercrosser he can be. But he's also got that that star quality, that that sort of it factor, and he rides with so much confidence. But you, you're right; he seems to crash oh. every time in the heat race, and and not win his heat race, or, or come from dead last to win. And, and then he just completely erases it and is able to to go take care of business in the main event. Yeah, there, hard to believe. There were some stats posted recently, I think on Facebook, and it was like win, starts, wins, da 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 da. And people were like, "Where are the number of passes Jet has?" Because he keeps putting himself in the back and then passing so many to get and win and in the top, you know, back on the podium. That would be yeah, a nice stat. Yeah. yeah, he's he's been a pleasure to watch, a pleasure to work with, and you know now he's got both the AMA Supercross and the AMA Two Fifty Pro Motocross Championship and. Man, he he's he's still eighteen. I which know, mind boggling. That's like Ron Lachine level numbers <laughs> from from back in the eighties. <laughs> all right, Davey, I got oh. that one right. Yeah, could you believe it? Fifteen oh, minutes up. Oh, look at look at all of my stuff. I wanted to talk to Davey. Well, I about. know. Well, see, thank you so much. I know you're such a busy man, and oh, we are I'm... lucky to pull uh, fifteen out of you. I know, but I will throw this at you. I don't know if you're just sitting on the couch or doing whatever. Just. But if you want to call back 
at 345, we're more than happy to give you the last 15. Well, I would be glad to. We have uh, a lot to talk about with motocross career to start, so um, I will check back in with you guys. Excellent. Awesome. All right. That's Davey Combs, folks. Make sure you tune in at 345. Wait a minute. How could you? You're listening now. Just leave it alone. Yeah. We're Where are you going? A, I don't know. Take a break. <laughs> FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, folks. This is Racer Radio <laughs> Slash. Um, music. Brittany's Music Hour. Brittany's Brendan. Wouldn't that be a good show? Uh, well, listen in on Mother's Day. I might be going that angle. That's right. yeah, because your show, it's your hour. Yeah, do whatever and you I'm want. Musician turned racer. Yeah, maybe and a half Brendan's and half. Been, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, hey, this segment is brought to you by. El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody mm. treats you better. In fact, they were out taking yeah, care of the rodeo. Ron was thinking the same thing. Yep. 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 I saw Dyke, that flag a, go by a bunch. He's a cowboy, if there ever was a cowboy. New or used, El Cajon Ford. He also races at Barona, so you got to come check him out. And he supports Barona like nobody's business. All right, Dirt Dude's on the line. What's up, brother? Not much. What's up? Hi. Well, you know, we're just sitting here having ourselves a gay old time. You know, like you we always do. What? Did you see the post from? Did you see the post from Paul's wife? No. Yes, I, I I couldn't tell if it's like either a mini uh, an MG like an early like seventy eight. I guess he picked one up and they went out for a ride. <laughs> I, it was like a little red. I couldn't tell. If it was like you know the Datsun had the sunbeam. Yeah. And the MG was kind of the same. Like, oh, so this just, was probably a trade in. I'm not sure what it was. He but doesn't. Like, he's not going to go buy an import. Twenty bucks says it was a trade in. And he told his wife, goes, hey, this could be a lot of fun. Let's take yeah, this. Yeah, well, if you have the well, ability. He can do it. He exactly. Can do it. It's not like she's probably smiling even bigger now. Oh, uh, it's totally cool car. Like a little convertible. You know, they I guess they took it took the top down and went for a ride. That's awesome. It was, was super fun. The only thing is it's so old it doesn't have seat belts. <laughs> Oh, that well, is. Yeah, yeah the, our galaxy's like that. Steve yeah. and I keep going back and forth. That's not a trade in. That's <laughs> not a trade in, yeah. man. That's funny. I'm not sure if it's someone else's that he picked up or just got the chance to drive it. So, uh, how cool I is was, that? I was wondering about you were talking about the Lawrence brothers. I think it's the best thing they did is they weren't in this. They're in the same class, but they weren't fighting for the same territory. I know one one's was east the, and one's west. Yes, if they would have been both like either in the east or, or the west. They would have been hard for either one of them. But, I mean, to have them both in, in each series, then they race each other for the final, but they yeah. can be one in the East yeah. and one in the West to be champion. And he even, he goes, when he got that number one plate, he said, you know, I think my brother deserves it just as much, you know. So that's <laughs> well, awesome. It sounds to, like they have a good relationship. They ought to make a rule that, that siblings can't race in the same series. Well, one's East, one West. Mm. No, why? Hey, <laughs> figure it out at the dinner table. Oh. <laughs> it's a competitive had sport. A lot of that at the track. Yeah. Had a lot of that at the track. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Dirt Dude, I did warn you because I, I'm honesty, honestly looking for an education here regarding um, a car being claimed. Is that like every race? Do you have to say it before the race? Just is it ba- a specific go ahead, go division? Start, go, to, go A to Z. Yeah. Well, if somebody decides yeah. they want to claim your car, what's the process? 
see each division is kind of different. And then there could be, you could do shock claimers, you can do motor claimers, you can do car claimer. But like, like in an IMCA modified, they don't do car claimer, they do motor and shock. So right. you can either do a shock claimer or a motor claimer. Are you saying shock, um, like suspension yeah. shock? Okay, so yeah. now explain yeah. to okay. them why would somebody want to look at my shocks? Because you could have like an illegal motor mm-hmm. if you're running like a, a crate motor supposedly is sealed mm-hmm. and there's no really claimer on a crate. But if you run an open comp motor, you can claim that motor. And I can't remember what the price is. I think it's like a thousand or fifteen hundred. Right. But the motor is worth ten grand. Right. No. So, I mean, you could lose out. What? But but yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. If okay, well, let's just pick the engine. Okay, so I I. Spend the fifteen hundred bucks. They tear the motor down, and the motor's illegal. Do I get my fifteen hundred dollars back? Yes. Um, if you're if you're doing a protest on it, that's yeah. different. That's a protest, right? Like if you're protesting, but you're doing a claimer, you're buying that. You are taking that for that price. That's the claimer. But a protest is like, hey, I think that car is not legal. So you put up the money for a protest, and if it's legal. You um, you lose you would your money. You have to pay it. Yeah, that makes it, sense. It goes it goes to the first protesting. But if they if you protest a car and you find it illegal, you get the money back and they are okay. fined. Well, I I need to go back to 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 claiming a motor. So if I want to claim your motor, there, why would I do that? There's no benefit. That's, that's what I want to ask. Is okay. Yeah, go ahead. So what would uh, what mean, would I gain? There's a benefit to it, like if you if you want if you wanted a motor, you can you can claim a motor. I know this is what this is leading up to. Is I saw someone had posted this this weekend yeah. in a sport compact yeah. that they were claiming the car. I wasn't going to say who, but they they're heartbroken, and and so I'm wondering like two big things: is Honestly, is there a stigma that, that of cheating a, that's that always is a attached? Bad deal. Yeah. I mean, they're they do... taking a car from a kid that is just learning this whole racing thing. But the thing is, that is following the rules. You can be like, <sighs> I put up the money, I want that car. That's part of the rule package. That's but you only rule. get you only get the car if he's illegal. No, you get the car if you're claiming it. If you are claiming that you want to, you want that car. Which all of them are supposed to be that way. You can you can claim to buy a car for a certain amount, and then that's, so that's weird, what yeah. that is. No, 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 no. If Isn't I go, that what if I go to Brittany's house, or I see well, her wait, at the track, don't I, you have to win? Like I don't have a problem with. Well, this. let's say okay. <laughs> do you have is to it, win? Do you have to win for, for your... this rule to work? For this rule to work, anytime you're watching an IMCA race at our track. The top five stop on the front straightaway after the checker flag is flowing. Okay. You know, that's why? That's when you protest or do a claimer right there. You have the top five cars are allowed to protest or allowed to claim. That's it. After that, you go back to your pits and you're done. You do not come back and do, I'm like, oh, I changed my mind. I want to do a claimer. Or I changed my mind. I want to protest that car. So only on the track. Only on the track. On the track. So I think if if someone says that they protested that car or claimed that car, they have to do it that night on that okay. that main event. Okay. They can't come back a week later and be like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna uh, claim your car." Makes no, good sense. Okay, work that way. but I'm still confused. Okay, so I'm going on the. I mean, the first five, first four cars, first five cars, whatever the case may be, I can claim any one of those cars. And if I say, yeah, and if I say five hundred dollars. Or is there a limit? 
Because if the car's worth ten, a minimum is there a minimum? I mean, is there a minimum? There is a minimum. There is a minimum, and it's whatever the IMCA is for that class. Like it's different. For, okay, so if it's a ten thousand dollar car for yeah, motors, right? But if it's a ten thousand dollar class, we'll just call it that for a general cost of that car. Then you're going to have to your 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 claiming is going to have to be kind of close to the price of a replacement. They set the limit on that, yeah. So they okay. actually have like a two thousand dollar limit for a claimer, but the car could be worth more than that. Oh yeah, so keep it where the. So that's the whole reason is people can claim oh. your car, so you don't go put ten grand okay. in your car for a stock class that you know uh, someone can claim for two grand. So it's it's like beware if you if I think you put ten thousand dollars of suspension (gasps) components in that car, which must be why you can't go to the pits or you know afterwards or you'll take take everything off. off. Is it so that's this whole this whole thing started with claimer motors being like the open comp motors and modified uh-huh. people would be like you can claim a motor for two grand but people right. would be like I've got fifteen grand in right. my motor right and someone's going to get it for two grand well right. you're this you're the person that opted to put fifteen hundred in there or fifteen thousand right. in there for a two grand price wow. got you know, it. it's you want to win how much do you want to win how bad do you want to like not cheating because Open comp motors, you can run as long as it's with the rules, uh, a cast iron block, cast iron heads, and an intake, cast iron intake. I mean, no aluminum other than valve covers. Yeah. But, you know, if, if you're in that range, but you you can run a stroker motor, you can do, like, a lot of porting and tuning and stuff like that. And that's what they went to when they did a steel motor. You can't touch that motor. Right. Yeah. from the factory. Oh. Which is where it should be. What you can be. do is do a valve adjustment. Yeah, it's where oh, it should be. I'm so conflicted because I totally understand that. And I like the leveling of the field. Me too. But I, as I imagine this family and others, like I know Robert Peters, we're very attached to our cars. You well, know, even if it's not worth a lot, you know. They are, but that's why dwarf the cars never went that way. Yeah. There's no IMCA class for uh, dwarf cars. Oh, it's, so that's but if you went, solely an IMCA. went the other way, Ooh, that, if you went the uh, other way, like um, Legends, Legends, they did like you had to run a a Kawasaki 1200 sealed motor. Right. For right. Leg- yeah. Oh, being wow. just the sentimental value is not well, part of that. And then you're gonna go out. <laughs> then you're gonna go out on the track and race this person. Right. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> hey, you yeah. want my car? Yeah. How's this? Yeah. To put it right. right in the wall? Yeah. Let me put. And, you, and how do you keep from doing that? I know, consciously or unconsciously, there's some sort of like stigma attached, okay, so emotion I got, attached. I got one yeah. last question before oh. Brittany starts crying. Crying. So if that somebody <laughs> claims my car, I'm not crying. You're crying. Do I have any recourse for it not to happen or no? Oh. Yes, you can actually refuse the the. The, the, car. the call on the car. Oh. You can you can refuse it. Be like, hey, I'm not I'm not giving you my car. Right. But you lose points. You lose you you lose the ability to race. Yeah, for, for like a year season. or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, you weren't. Yeah. Well, you know what? But I won't want to. Yeah. Hate to say it. Hate to say it. I don't want to be there. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Thank you. I, I that was very good. That was, was interesting. That's in, one of the best knowing. shows you've done Thanks, because we educated the masses. Include. Yeah. It's all on the IMCA. Like if you, I have I to read. Have no, no, I don't want to no, read. Don't Does it read. sound like we want to read? You're supposed to know all this. I'm no, not IMCA. No, no. We're not IMCA. Hey. 
That's why we give do me radio. Homework. I give homework. See, this is why we do radio because we get you to talk. Yeah, you did it. So now you've screwed up. What do you see the next 12 rules we're going to ask you about? <laughs> no, no, I gave him a heads up on this too because I, right. I wanted to know. Yeah. So, real quick, I don't know if you guys saw any footage from last night's destruction, night of destruction. There was an in car camera when they had <laughs> a rollover from that oh. suburban got hit. Oh. Like right in the back, perfect pit maneuver, rolled this Suburban over, didn't have a cage. You see the top kind of crushing in. Mm. This is from another car behind them. So, I mean, this is like the second one I've seen. Like, there was another one from another back east race. Car flipping down the front Oh, I saw away. that one. Yeah, I seen that one. I didn't <laughs> see the one. The lady's like looking down into turn one, and then she finally looks over after the car stops. Like, oh, wow. There's ah. a crash behind me. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Huh? Epic. Jesus. All right, buddy. We'll see you next weekend. Hey, next race is the 30th. IMC Mods, uh, Sport Compacts, Hobby Stocks, Pure Stocks, Dwarf Cars, Southwest Lightning Sprints, our Minis and our Juniors. Gates open too. Racing starts at 6 ish. All right. Talk to you later, buddy. Have a good weekend. All right. See you. Bye. See you next weekend. This is FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back to Racer Radio FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. All right. This thing is brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway. Man, I tell you, if you haven't been to Paris Auto Speedway, you have truly been missing it. Jump in your car, take a run up the 15 to the 215, and boom, you are there. 18700 Lake Paris Road in Paris, California. Go to parisautospeedway.com for all the information. Hey, we've got a very special guest from Paris Auto Speedway. Anybody's name that starts off with Showtime, <laughs> Danny Sheridan. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. How you doing? Well, you know you opened the door. Where <laughs> did you get the, the title of Showtime? You know, I uh, when we were racing younger, it was, uh, I'm trying to think what it was. I want to say it was the California Kid is what it was. <laughs> and I just got older. And then we were back in Indiana, and we won... Uh, the Jerry Weld Classic, and it was a uh, last lap pass for the win. Wow. And the announcer automatically said, it's showtime, and it <laughs> stuck from there. And it seemed a little bit better because I wasn't a kid anymore, so I had to get something different. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. And, well, and there's always, a, there's always a good story behind, you know, somebody's moniker like that. So that that's pretty cool. So. Yeah, it's, uh, it was a good one. Yeah, I know. So you're out of the car. Uh, I'm sure you're still involved some way, somehow. Yeah, you know, I've got uh, my kids. They're they. We've got go karts now, and there you go. With that, we've always had dirt bikes. We've done that whole thing. And then uh, when I got out of it, I was done. My my oldest boy. I promised him when he got into sports that I was going to kind of put mine to the side. And good yeah. dad. It's just a travel. Yeah, I guess. Um, it was the traveling was just so much. I mean, to be able to race locally is one thing, but right. to get on the road and be gone and come back. It was just a time to step out of it. So. I stepped out of it and tried to do a little bit. Uh, I worked with another guy on doing some driving coach stuff, and yeah. that uh, that didn't go over well at all. That's like trying to become a, the, a recovering alcoholic and sitting at the bar taking your drink. <laughs> that just doesn't work. <laughs> no, no. I, where where are you based? Where are you based at? I'm in Santa Maria, so I'm about an hour north oh, of Santa Barbara. Oh, beautiful! Oh, okay. Ooh, that track. Up yeah, there. it's a nice, nice little area. Yeah. We've got a 
We've got a great dirt track here, but uh, it's closed. Well, it's closed down now. So oh, no. We talked to well, them. Well, see, I just, we're working. I don't know if you ever heard of Barona Oaks. Yes. Well, they're having it. The, Barona. Yeah, well, Barona Oaks right is up just the up the yeah. street from it on the right. And they're having a vintage motocross uh, event for a couple of days. So, you know, oh, nice. if, yeah. So if you got nothing to do, well, of course, you, you probably are thinking about vintage. I mean, I don't know how old you are, but the guys that I had them on TV this morning, they were driving Osas, the Bull Tacos. So, I mean, yeah. And it was just a fun, you know, a guy by the name of Scott uh, Burnsmith. Burnworth. Burnworth. Do you know the name? Yeah, well, he's he's putting the event on. It's motorcycles. I know we're talking yeah. circle, but I'm sure you still have that. Two wheels, four te- wheels. Well, teeny bit involved. of need to speed. It, 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 it's all there. That's that's kind of where mine got going. I started riding dirt bikes at a real young age yeah. and went from race, riding those and racing those to flat tracking quads. And then I had a pretty bad accident where I ripped my knee all apart. And kind of at that time, my mom said that. If you're going to keep racing, it's going to be in a cage. Yes. And I don't think she really thought we were going to go to Sprint Cars. I know. That's where the road took us. With several <laughs> and, wins, I and hear, And you too. took it with the least amount of cage. Right. I mean, at least in a car, you got a roof and panels and doors and hoods. You, well, it's one of those things. If your parents tell you you got to go this way, you got to find the worst right? scenario to make it happen. <laughs> but mom, you said. I know. Say, so, by the way, do not do not play this show for your boys because you don't. They'll use it against you. They will. They they have a exactly. They have a snap memory. Let yeah. me tell you. They remember what they want. Yep. Yeah. So you're still going yeah. to the track, except it's just. Now, what do you have? Two boys. Uh, yes, yeah, two boys and a girl. Okay. And just, what's she doing? Yeah, so like, what, what's the daughter doing well, in the dirt? I, I, she's she's quite the little daredevil. She wants to uh, <laughs> see if she can outdo her brothers all the time. And oh, she does a pretty good job of beating herself up. And <sighs> we just had a pretty good crash a couple months ago. And oh. she uh, she went to get in the shower afterwards, and she goes, "Dad, because I need to get a pink dirt bike now." And I thought, "Oh, great! This is not uh, what I wanted to hear out of you. I wanted you to do something different." Yeah. <laughs> A car after a, a spring car. No. So after a yeah, crash, exactly. <laughs> after a crash, she's injured, and that's her next thought. I like it. I yeah, like the exactly. way she rolls. Exactly. Hey, my my, me- my mentor just called me. I guess you're racing this Saturday. Yeah, you know. I thought uh, we were out of the no, car. Didn't he's like, we have? Come back. Oh, Come back he's making. Oh, year. I'm sorry. Come back this year. Uh, I, I saw I that. I bumped my head. Stop. I guess I don't. No, I feel way. I feel better about you now than I did before. I'm thrilled you're back in the seat. Well, Robbie, Robbie and Gay Allen over in uh, Arizona. I've uh, I've driven off and on for them a little bit here and a little bit there. I ran Chili Bowl for them. I ran some digits with them. Wow, uh, Chili Bowl. Yeah, you just put it in perspective for the one. listeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he. He, we were talking the other day, and I was joking with him. I said that we need to go back and run Chili Bowl again. Well, he sold all his midget stuff. And I said, well, I said there's only one way to get a midget again, and that's to buy another one. So we went back and forth. And what we a joke. The whole time that he, has, he hasn't won Paris yet, so I'm hoping that maybe oh if I can win God. Paris for him, we can get a chance to put a midget together and go back to Chili Bowl with him. I like the way you joke. 
Yeah, I think that I was too. 1% joke and 99% well, planned. I've seen selling techniques well, I think before. I've been listening to it as well, so I'm just kind of putting that plug in All there. Right. Okay, so what did you say you were going to do for him? Win at Paris? Is that what I. You well, want to say that wait again? Wait a minute. You didn't hear what he win, just said. Win Paris, win Paris, and then win we turn the midget. midget. Yep. So why do you suppose, Brittany, he's calling in today? Because th- <laughs> what's he going to do Saturday? Oh, he's going to win. And what happens when people... Uh, you're going to think this is BS, but tell them 90, 95. A, a, not a big percent of callers win soon after calling in with an interview. Yeah, on usually within videos. one or two it races. It happened within four days of the BMX gentleman we had yeah. in two weeks ago. He was in on Sunday nice, and won be- on Wednesday. So if it works, you're more than welcome to call us the Sunday prior to your next race if it works. In fact, how about we do this? If we go out and we win it, I'll call you with tickets for Chili Bowl. Oh! Oh, my heart just stopped. Oh, my heart just stopped. I love it. Well, I'm, not, like a, I'm not a reactionary kind of guy, but I'm not going to say no. My gosh. I love that's his a family. Dream. I that's love a his dream. daughter. I love his enthusiasm, optimism, his joking, quote, that, air, yeah, quote. That is a, a true dream come true, let me tell you. Do we have a number or not? Yeah, what, what number is your car? Who are we rooting for here? I mean, the, the number 12 car. The okay. number 12. Okay. What color? It's a kind of a funny story. We, when I got out of racing, we were done, and I, I played just a little bit here and there, and I just took a hiatus, and yeah. I got a phone call from another car owner down south, and he asked me to run for him, so I kind of came out of retirement. We ran a show on a Friday night, and then we went to Paris on Saturday night, and we won Saturday night in Paris out of a retirement deal. So nice. when Robbie called me back, and we were going back and forth over this, uh, I said, well, I said, let's see if we can't do this thing again. So yeah. we did it. We ran it for the last, we ran the last Paris race, and we had, uh, we had pretty good luck. We, uh, I had to get some of the dust knocked off of me and try to figure out luck. my points. And, and, and he, got, uh, he got the car going pretty well right there at the end for us. And uh, we took some notes, and hopefully we'll be able to apply wow. those this time and uh, be better right out of the shoot. Who's, who's paying the bills? Who's your sponsors? Robbie and Gay Allen out of Arizona. They're what? The car owners wow. on this, so. But they don't. You don't have any sponsor yeah. sponsors on the side of the car. It, well, it's, he he owned, he owned ABC Body Shop, which is his uh, pride and joy out in Arizona, and he just uh, recently sold that. Um, they kept all the employees at the whole thing, but uh, he's on a semi. I don't know if you want to call it retire hiatus. Okay. Um, living living the dream life. Yeah. All his uh, investment properties, and he's got all his toys and. He yeah, said, "Hopefully, we'll have a midget more midget here pretty soon too." Oh, he put wow. it out there again. <laughs> I like yeah. It. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, let me tell you, it's out there. Yeah, it's it is. Out well, if, you, there. if you don't Showtime. put it out there, well, it that's why it's there. Showtime. I love it. So much I fun. love the energy, the mindset. So, you got what's this. the transition been like coming back, getting back in? You fit in your suit. You know, I, I was. Um, did she? Did you hear what she just said? Did you hear what she just said? No. What, she, what was it? Do you fit in your suit? I'm sorry. It was. I was out for two years, well, and I was so no, happy. That's, that's a. That's a fair question. <laughs> a, I was scared. I was scared to death. So I. I went on this strict diet. I tried to cut everything out. I did this. I did that. I was exercising. I was going to the gym. Everything I could. And I came home one day at lunch when no one was home. Because I didn't want to try my suit on in front of everybody else. <laughs> I just hear my kids. Yeah, point now things. So, yeah. yeah, so I came home at lunch and I put it on. And as I zipped it up, I thought, 
I kind of exhaled a little bit because I had it all sucked in. But, uh, I'll be That's good. your first win right there. Yeah. No, everything fit well. And <laughs> I was uh, actually back down to the same weight I was when, when I was racing. So uh, it's worked out. Now I just got to try to keep the weight off. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, I'd rather use a driving suit to weigh myself versus a scale. Yeah. <laughs> so much nicer. Yeah. Well, the driving suit doesn't tell you the proportions as much as it would be if you got on a scale. Well, I tell you it's what, buddy, fantastic. this is this has been an awesome uh, segment. We really appreciate you putting a smile on our Thank face. Thank you, Scott, for hooking us up. Yeah, and good luck next Saturday. And, and like too. I said, if you win, you're more than welcome to call yeah. the next time, and we'll see you at the Super Bowl. Kudos or the to Chili Robbie Ball. Allen, too. I like this. By the way, hey, how do you give a shout-out out there? I, yeah, go I, ahead. I appreciate it all, and, and I appreciate it all, and uh, – and thanks uh, for Paris making this happen with Scott and you guys right. doing the whole thing. And uh, I look forward to calling in here and uh, sure. maybe next week and see if we can do this again. Yeah. Sounds like a plan. Also, uh, how do people follow you around on that silly social media? I'm on I'm on Facebook under Danny Sheridan. I'm I don't know how to use all the other stuff. I, my kids do <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, ask your kids. I'm, I'm lost on it. If I can get my phone on, I'm doing a good job. All right. Yeah, there you go. You're halfway there. All right, buddy. You have a great <laughs> oh, rest of yeah. your weekend. You guys do the same. Thank All right, you. we're going to take oh. a quick break. You're listening to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. The segment is brought to you by Certified Car Clinic. Certified Car Clinic at certifiedcarcare.net. Do all your automotive needs. Check them out. Go to Certified Car Care. Dot net. All right. Oh, he's back. Is Davey back? Is Davey, Mr. Coombs back? Davey Coombs is back. All right. So I want to know been what's told, on the horizon. I've been told to be quiet. No. And Brittany's going to take over. I, no. I That was. Anywho, in the next 10 minutes, I would love to hear what's on the horizon. You got stuff coming up, and some of it's close to us and our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, 50th year of uh, Lucas Oil Pro Motocross will start on May 28th, uh, right up the road there at Palala at Fox Raceway. And uh, all season long, we're going to be, you know, looking back at the history of the sport, which, you know, obviously goes before 1972, but that was the first year that they had a, a standalone AMA Pro Motocross Championship. We really probably should have celebrated it last year, right? Uh, but with COVID, yeah, well, yeah, thirty. Yeah. So we decided to take the route that the that we took in uh, 1976. Whenever the bicentennial was celebrated, <laughs> uh, it was uh, it was actually the 201st year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, no one no one noticed, so we're good <laughs> till now. That's yeah. perfectly okay. And uh, what's this about some nine-time world champion possibly coming back? Yeah, we've got some really good news uh, this week. Um, Antonio Cairoli is uh, the greatest Italian motocross racer ever. And uh, if it wasn't for Valentino Rossi, no. he, he might be the greatest Italian racer yeah, ever. he's a definite goat. <laughs> yeah, but um, he retired from full-time racing last year after, you know, uh, finishing third in the the FIM or fourth, I take it back. Sorry, in the FIM World Championships, and decided that he wanted to do, uh, you know, some some different kind of racing. He wanted to check out maybe uh, uh, some international Supercross, maybe some uh, something like the uh, Erzberg Rodeo, which Red Bull oh, puts on and off. What? Year. 
Mm-hmm. But then, but then as things started shaping up, he really got the idea that he wanted to come and race in America. Uh, he's been here before. Uh, I think he won a GP at Glen Helen. He, he won a GP in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, I believe. But um, and he's also raced the Des Nations here a few times. But he's decided that he's going to, you know, come and go, you know, full stop and try and win himself a, a pro motocross race and maybe even. You know, if things work out good in the beginning, stay for the whole season. Wow! So, um, all that takes is excited. all that takes is money. Yeah, yeah, but and he's got some, and and uh, but but the situation with Red Bull KTM right now is Marvin Muskan is Supercross only, and oh. uh, they also they've had Aaron Plessinger's been injured, and right now Cooper Webb is kind of in a in a situation like Ken Roxon where. You know, he, he's trying to get himself sorted out. He's not mm-hmm. really been a, the same this year. Mm-hmm. So I think he added it all up, and KTM turned to Cairoli and said, Hey, Tony, what do you think? <laughs> and, uh, wow. and he's coming. Uh-huh. So uh, everyone's really excited about that. We haven't had a, a rider of that caliber uh, leave the world championship and come here since, since Ken Roxon 10 years ago. Wow. So it's, it's very exciting. You think he's going to give Tomac a run for the money? I Outdoors. I think he can give anybody a run for the money. Uh, he retired healthy in a, a, a relatively young 35 years old, uh, meaning he, he didn't have a lot of you know injuries and whatnot during his career. So, uh, And he still wanted a race. He just didn't want to do the same thing for mm-hmm. the 20th mm-hmm. year in a row. Yeah. Yeah. And and I certainly certainly respect that. Like we were, we were talking earlier, sometimes change is really yep. good. Uh, yeah, you never know because it depends on his mindset. Because yeah. he was yeah. building his career before, now he's not building anymore. He doesn't. And maybe in his mind he wants to do more, but he's already got to that one plateau. Now he can maybe enjoy it. Yeah, absolutely. And 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 maybe that's the thing that will will motivate him. The the idea yeah. for someone on the backside of their career to, you know, pick off an AMA national championship. Oh. That, that just doesn't, yeah. that just doesn't happen. And, and, and the other thing that's funny is we're in a situation. And like I said, it's the 50th year, but this will be the first time ever that both of the defending champions are not Americans. Oh, uh, you know, Jet obviously is uh, from yeah. Australia. Yeah. And then Dylan Ferrandis is our 450 champion. And he's from France. And, uh, man, that, oh, that's, that's never happened before. And to, to have, uh, with Hunter Lawrence picking it up, and, and, of course, Joe Shimoto from Japan is going to be a contender in the 250 class. And then, you know, Ferrandis, uh, he hasn't had a great Supercross season, but he is literally pulled out of Supercross to focus on getting ready to defend oh. his, his number one plate. So yeah. uh, it, it's going to be tough going for the Americans this summer as well. Well, and you know what? I I don't want to be a negative Nelly. Don't be a negative Nelly, Dave. But I'm kind of glad it's happening. What? That the Americans have finally got some serious competition. Got it. And maybe they need to move up just one more notch. You don't know. But the benefit to all of this are the fans. Yeah, I bet it rots a good racing. And, you know, we've done what Ferrari or what Formula One's been trying to do since its inception, and and that's get both countries excited and just constantly either go or watch don't you kind of agree yeah absolutely and you know the the if anyone won during covid it was formula one with yeah. their drive to survive uh, yeah you know, that turned out to be a, a viral hit and you know if you look at the the f1 race at coda last year 
that was that was the the arrival moment yep. for Formula One in America. And there's no Americans in that series. It was uh, just, that's my point. Yeah. So, yeah. so we need to get more Americans in F1. But the only problem is it's so stupid expensive. You know, I mean, it's got to be somebody like you're born into it. Almost. Yeah, you got to, or you have all the money. You got to have the money and sponsors. But that's just another story. So, so I think the, you know now the season is it? It's now over. You're, that season the, is. Are oh, you talking Supercross? Yeah, back to Supercross. Not quite, right? What do you, yeah, there's two more races to go. They're going to race in Denver this Saturday night, and then they're going to finish up at Salt Lake City on May 7th and then we have 3 weeks before Pro Motocross starts. Okay, but the, so the but the but the championships have already well, been decided. Well, no, it's just um Jet was well, so far ahead. Yeah. He I'm was not so because Brittany hasn't won. Yeah, thank you. The 450 thank race. Thank you. Oh, you I'm sorry. Oh, what memory, was I going to say? But it's not over. It seems like it because Jet won, but it was because okay. nobody could but catch the, him. But I mean, basically, points. the championship in both 450 and 250 have been la, la, decided. La, la, la. I'll plug my ears. I just said I decided. Can't... I'm not at. I took oh. my headphones off, baby. Well, well, you know, a, a San Diego kid, Christian Craig, is probably going to win the 250 West this weekend. Okay. And then, and then, uh, unless something really strange happens, we'll, we'll Eli Tomac will. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, they're back on. He, he yeah. may he may already be champion. Yeah. It's hard to tell with Brittany. Well, serious, funny as it is, that was the question I asked. I didn't want to know who. I just wanted to know have they. Well, been, I would have known well, who. No, 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 if no. He said the four fifty no. were decided. No, he, if probably. he if he says four fifty, I don't want to know who it is. Anyway. I'm just saying, has it been finalized and has two fifty, or do these next couple races going to have any impact one way or the other? I think that the 250 East-West shootout in Salt Lake City, which will be Christian Craig against Jet Lawrence and Hunter Lawrence and all these other yeah. guys, and Austin Forkner, that Thank will you. be incredibly exciting. Yeah, that's going to be good stuff. But no matter what happened last night, it's it's a fate accompli that, that uh, Eli Tomac will ultimately be the Supercross champ. Yeah. Yeah, going to yeah. be able to figure that one out, Dave. You think? <laughs> yes. I don't need a pencil. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So is the um, the motocross, uh, is it physically more demanding? I would imagine it's a longer race or not? It, it, it is. It's a longer, faster, rougher race. But Supercross, those guys have to be so precise. All and the I, time. I truly think, yeah. Yeah, I think Supercross is more mentally fatiguing. Because you know you're, you you can't go as fast as you want to go because it's too fast. Mm-hmm. You know everything. You, it's it's like it's like landing in a teacup and then jumping right back out <laughs> and then landing in another teacup. Yes. And 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 so yes. I think that, that the, the the injury rate has been unfortunate this uh. year. Uh, and and uh, but outdoors, yeah, it's it's more grueling, more grinding, uh. and 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 equally uh, exciting. Just you know you're not. On a small stadium track, you're on a big outdoor track. Right. Is it more spread out because it's a bigger, so Forkner's going to have less mid-air collisions? Can we just put that out there? <laughs> I'm doing that for well, you, Forkner. Th- 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 that would be the hope, but you also have twice as many riders. Oh, so it's, it's still a, a dense kind of field. Oh, twice as many. Got it. Oh, you've been wonderful, Davey. I know you're so know. busy, and website? I really appreciate or it. A website or a link to, to stay on yeah, top of this? Motor- www.promotocross.com. You can call back anytime yep. you like, because you because you could, so we can get everybody excited and ready for the final here and the upcoming race just down the street. Thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you later. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, folks. This is FM ninety six one AM eleven seventy. The answer.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.